In our last episode, we talked about the mindset that you need to successfully choose a curriculum. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the next step in our Curriculum Hunter series. I believe it's the why, the what, and the who. You'll hear me say that over and over again because I believe that it's foundational to homeschooling, but also in your curriculum choices. We're also going to talk a little bit about teaching styles versus your child's learning styles, and then the different teaching philosophies and why they even matter. So if you've not had an opportunity to listen to the episode on your mindset, go ahead and listen to that and then come back here and let's dive in and lay the foundation for your curriculum hunters choices. Are you ready? Get your cup of tea, pen and paper, and let's do this. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by homeschooling? I don't know about you, but sometimes as a homeschooling mom, it feels like I have so much on my plate that I can hardly catch my breath. So if you've ever felt that way, then you're in the right place because this is the Catch Your Breath Podcast. I'm Inga Masick, certified life coach and a mental wellness advocate. With over three decades in education and over 10 years homeschooling, I'm right there in the trenches with you. In this podcast, we're going to dive into some actionable strategies that are not only going to help you manage your stress, but also help you to have more joy, freedom, and balance in your homeschooling journey. So if you're ready to go from simply striving to truly thriving, then let's breathe through homeschooling together. Are you ready? It's time to catch your breath. Hey friends. I am so excited that you have joined me again for another episode of Catch Your Breath. And before we even dive into our topic, are you in my community? Have you jumped over to that free place where you can connect with other moms who are trying to make this journey as stress-free as possible? Of course, we know that there's going to be stress in homeschooling, but you don't have to go this alone and more importantly, you can figure out some really effective ways to do this without the stress. And we are over there ready to cheer you on, to celebrate your wins with you, to be there when you want to talk about your woes, and to really do this together. You need somebody to walk this journey with. And so jump over there if you haven't. I'm adding lots of free content, free resources, and I can answer your questions there. So if you haven't, jump on over there. And one more thing before we jump into this episode, how are you doing? How has your week been? How have you gotten through the weekend? Did you take some time to do some self-reflection to see, are you enjoying the curriculum that you're using? And most importantly, did you take care of yourself? Because that is key to ensuring that you do this well and you taking care of yourself actually does affect how well you love the curriculum. So I hope that you're doing okay. Know that I am praying for you and I'm thinking about you. And I'm actually excited about this topic because I believe that this is going to help to make your journey a little less stressful as we tackle how do we choose this curriculum. So one of the things that is key in your homeschool journey is understand, is laying the foundation really. And I believe, I think of it as your blueprint as you're building your house. You need a foundation, right? And you need a covering. And so these pieces are your foundation and then your roof, what covers your homeschool. And there are three things that I believe are key to that. That's the why, the what, and the who. The why and the what are those key foundational and covering pieces. And then the who matters because that's who's gonna be in the house. That's how you have to design the blueprint. 
I believe that you can't start anywhere else. You must start with these three questions because they are going to help you in your choices for everything else. So the why is, why are you homeschooling? And it's going to be different for everyone. And there may be some similar things to other families, but it's going to be very unique for your family. If you've not had an opportunity to really think about that, which I think we all kind of know why we're doing that, but it's key to write that down so you can kind of go back to it. I also want to let you know that your why can change over the course of your homeschooling from year to year. And it's okay. But writing that down and focusing on that and thinking about that is going to help you to make better choices. And it could be that you want to have more quality time with your kids. Maybe you want them to have a very unique, tailored experience. Maybe you believe in unschooling, and we'll talk about that a little later when it comes to philosophies. But knowing your why is going to set the foundation. It's going to set the stage. Your what are your goals? What are the goals that you have for your children? And that what kind of is all-encompassing of many things. Your what is, what do you want your children to be able to say about this experience at the end? That's a goal because if you want them to say that you had a whole bunch of fun, you always did hands-on learning, that's going to affect the choices that you make. If you want your kids to say it was accelerated and wow, like we dive deep into so many amazing subjects, you're going to want to choose curriculum based on that. If you want them to say, we were outdoors all the time and I just loved what we did and all the field trips and the parks and all of that. And that's going to affect your curriculum. That what and what you want them to say is going to matter. It's also your goals that you have for them. Do you have, are you, do you have academic goals? Do you have character building goals? Do you have both? Whatever those things are, the curriculum choices are going to play into that. So you want to jot those down and be very clear about that. As with your why, your what can change. You can start out with one particular what about what your goals are, what you want them to be able to say, feel about the homeschooling journey, what you want to be able to say and feel. And then as you're in it, it could change. It's okay. So you've got your why, you've got your what, and then you've got your who. Who are you? Start with you. And I know that sounds counterintuitive to everything we hear about education and about our homeschooling journey, but I believe that you are a key part of this journey. So you must think about who are you? You're not just a parent. You're going to be a mentor. You're going to be a guide. You're going to be the teacher. You're going to be the facilitator of learning. You're going to be your child's biggest fan. And that is key to think about how do I show up in this journey, which is why we talk about though making sure that you're okay with all of your parts of your wellness, that you have taken care of yourself so you can show up and be there for your child. But it matters on what, what you like, what you don't like, what things are challenging for you, where what areas do you feel like you're weak in. All of those things matter because that's going to drive the curriculum that you choose. And then, of course, the who is talking about your child because you want to think about all of those things that make up who your child is. And when I say all, it's more than just learning styles. And that's actually the next thing that we want to think about. After we look at the why, the what, and the who, we want to now look at your child. Who are they? What do they love? How do they learn? How do they gain information? And we also want to take in consideration their personality, 
um, how they approach challenges. So if you know that you have a child that gets really frustrated or can shut down when something is really challenging, then you do want to, doesn't mean that you can't have any challenge, any challenging curriculum, but you want to think about the type of curriculum you choose in that does it layer the information? Is it going to be incremental? Is it going to be something that starts out really slow and builds so that the child is slowly easing into the next thing? If you have a child that gets bored easily, then you want to think about is the curriculum truly going to challenge the child and really pull them in and make sure that they understand what they're doing but at a level that's going to kind of stir that intellect all of that matters when you're thinking about those two things your when you think about who you are and you're thinking about who your child is when you're choosing curriculum we want to talk about style and not the fashion and that's one but we really want to think about your teaching needs and your teaching style and how we vibe that with your child's learning style. So are you hands-on while your child is a visual learner? And you wanna find that sweet spot. So you're looking at what do I need? So in some cases, especially if you're starting out, it's okay to say, I need a little more of a, and I don't necessarily wanna say a structured curriculum, but I would say something that is going to be more direct and scripted. And it doesn't have to be verbatim, word by word, but if you're not feeling as confident in, in your skill or your your um, area of expertise or that thing that you're gonna talk about, like let's say math, you might wanna choose a curriculum and it's gonna script out what you need to say. But at that same time, you might think, well, my child might get bored because they get bored easily if they have to listen to a lot of information. So now we're gonna have to look for a curriculum that can give us both. Now, when we talk about customizing curriculum, I do believe that you can find a curriculum that is more bent towards either your teaching style or your child's learning style, and then you can customize it to kind of make the shift either way. And it can help you in terms of feeling like, well, I couldn't find anything perfect, but I can actually now make it right for my family. And so we'll talk about that a little bit. But remember that you want to keep in mind both your teaching style and your child's learning style which is why it's important to be an investigator, to go on the hunt, to look at how do they learn? What are some things? And so, yes, we're talking about different things like their, are they visual? Are they auditory? Do they listen better? Can they sit for a long time and listen? Is that how they gather information? Do they have to see the information? Do they have to have their hands in the information? And a lot of times, most, a lot of children love all of those. And so you want to include all of those, but you may have a child that's bent more, more towards one or the other. So for instance, and this is a very simple thing, but it's, it's something to think about. Some children need a lot of color and you know, if they're the visual learners, they, they love to have all that color jump off the page and like a lot of information that's fun and um, graphics and visuals and all of that. And so when you're choosing curriculum that may have a workbook or something like that, that's going to be key. But some other children, that would be very distracting. And so you might just need a black and white workbook. And while that, while you may look at this workbook that has all these colors and think, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful, you'll now think about your child and say, is this going to distract him? Is this going to help him to do his work better? Is this going to focus focus him? Or is this going to really throw him off? And so those are the things we're talking about you thinking about. Matching that teaching style and then the learning style of your child. Now, remember that we're all wired differently and it's really beautiful, but some of us are going to gather information 
differently than others. And when we think about the way that our child children learn, we do think about learning styles, but we also want to think about like the different intelligence. And that might mean that your child might not be a math whiz, but they also they have an incredible knack for music. And as you're thinking about that curriculum, can you kind of find a curriculum that maybe is not teaching everything with music, but has a little bit of a rhythm to it, um, kind of has a flow to it that can help them or once again, going to that customization. And I believe that a lot of times when you cannot find the perfect curriculum, you have to find close enough, good enough, and then customize the rest of the way. The final thing we want to think about is those teaching philosophies. And there are many. And when I'm talking about the teaching philosophies, that's your Montessori. That's your Waldorf. That's your classical education. That is your Charlotte Mason. They have different theories, different ways of approaching. And you may find one that resonates more with you than another. More than likely, you'll find that you resonate with a couple, two or three even. And when you're looking at that, you don't have to choose one, but it may be helpful to see what resonates with you as you go through and look at it. So you can say, okay, actually that makes more sense to me. So. Does unschooling make more sense to you? Are you the type you believe in child-led learning? Do you want to do more direct instruction? Do you want a traditional approach? Because many of the curriculum are based on that. And so you can kind of eliminate a whole set of overwhelm by just saying, okay, I actually like this way and I'm going to go there. Recognize, as with everything, it's okay if this changes. It's okay if you think I really want to do this one method. You try it for a year and you say, that didn't really go the way that I wanted to. Either I didn't love it or it didn't resonate with my child. I need to make a different choice. Your teaching philosophy doesn't have to stay stagnant. It's not set in tone, stone. <laughs> it's not set in stone. You can change it as needed. So feel comfortable with that. Now, this is a lot of information that we've talked about, but I'm hoping that this has really laid a solid groundwork for you today so that you can start to think about what are those things that kind of feed into this. And in our next episode, we're going to look at the nitty gritty details. So this was the foundational part of choosing a curriculum. And then we're going to look at some of the practicalities. And I know it seems like it's very layered, but I promise you that if you do this work beforehand, it helps to make it easier. I cannot think of where the scripture is, but I know that in the Bible, it talks about laying those proper plans, knowing what you're going to do before. Obviously, those things can change. And it also says in the Bible that man, you know, sets the plans and then God changes it. And I'm probably butchering that. So the pastors out there, please forgive me. But I just want you to know that this is worth your time and that rather than it feeling overwhelming, I think what's interesting about you just putting this down on paper is you start to realize some things about yourself and about your needs and about your wants that will help you as you're walking through this journey. It's all about that reflection and thinking about it and then making those choices based on what you want and that's the alignment where your your actions and your behavior is aligned to your vision and your desire and all of that. So I hope that this was helpful. I cannot wait until the next time to really walk you through now the nitty gritty and those practical pieces. But if before the next episode you have questions, you got to go over to the 
Facebook group and ask your questions, reach out and let me know what else you want to know about choosing curriculum because I wanna make sure that I'm answering what you need and that this feels like something that takes away the stress. All right, until next time, remember to breathe. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms who get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there. You can participate in the fun challenges. And of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! Mommy! <laughs> well, that's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses under Understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath.